Bulgarian National Radio. Hello and welcome to Bulgaria Today on October the 31st. My name is Alexander Markov. We open up with the leading news and stories and a weather report for tomorrow. Next, we are to tell you more about how poverty turns dozens of Bulgarians into victims of human trafficking. In today's music slot, we bring you some Bulgarian rock music. Stay with us. Bulgaria Today We start with the major headlines of today. We continue the change we will not support a GERP SDS government. And caretaker cabinet proposes extension of implementation of the old state budget. 60% of the companies in this country do not test their systems for cyber security. I fully agree with your argument that there cannot be a government at any cost, the result of shady dealings and unprincipled arrangements. But I'm sure that all possible options for the formation of a government must be used, said President Rumen Radev during the consultations for the formation of a government with We Continue the Change party. The representatives of We Continue the Change, the party with the second biggest group, in the 48th National Assembly, stated they will not support a cabinet on the mandate of GERP SDS, and added that they want the future government to support 16 policies from their party's program, including raising the minimum wage, helping pensioners and tax relief for young families. We continue the change priorities, include also the fight against corruption and the judicial reform. After meeting with the president, we continue the change party also stated that the caretaker cabinet must submit a draft budget for 2023 to the National Assembly. The deadline for submitting a budget for the next year is today, October the 31st. At an extraordinary meeting of the National Council for Tripartite Corporation, Finance Minister in the caretaker government, Rusica Velkova stated that the budget is the country's financial plan and the government's program of the majority, which has not yet been formed. According to her, there has never been a caretaker government under which a state budget has been adopted. At the council meeting, the cabinet proposed to the social partners and employers a bill on extending the implementation of the old 2022 budget until a new regular government is formed. After Unit 6 of the Kuzudui nuclear power plant was put into operation, a leak was found in the current system of the electricity generator. Tests are being conducted to identify the cause of the problem, Minister of Energy in the caretaker government, Rosen Christoph, has told BTV. Until the leak is eliminated, the unit will remain disconnected from the National Electric Energy Grid. There is no change in radiation levels. The problem is technical and it is in the non-nuclear part of the system, Minister Christoph said, and added that he hoped the deadline for completing the scheduled annual maintenance, 
Institute of November will be met. 10% of companies in Bulgaria suffer losses due to cyber attacks. A survey by the Ministry of e-Government shows during European Cyber Security Month. There has been a 20% rise in attacks this year compared to 2021. The survey covered over 70 companies. 60% of them said they do not perform a security test on their systems. The statistics of the General Directorate combating organized crime indicate there are companies that lose thousands of euros as a result of phishing attacks. Sofia Municipality is arranging an art installation called Reading About Freedom on the steps leading up to the Soviet Army Monument in Sofia. What all the books included have in common is that they are all dedicated to the anti-utopia of communism and totalitarianism. The event marks the 250th day since the start of Russia's war in Ukraine. The books featured include George Orwell's 1984, Hertha Müller's Everything I Own, I Carry With Me, Georgi Markov's In Absentia Reports, Anna Politkovskaya's Putin's Russia, Milan Kundera's The Book of Laughter and Forgetting, and others. Monday dawned with a massive Russian missile attack against cities in Ukraine. No less than 10 strikes were targeted against the capital city of Kiev. Explosions rang out in Kharkiv, Krivirich, Zaporizhia, Cherkasy and Vinitsa region, Union reports. The attacks against civilian targets come as another act of revenge by the Kremlin for the successful Ukrainian operation by maritime and air drones against the Russian military base in Sevastopol. Meanwhile, the United Nations, Turkey and Ukraine pressed ahead to implement a Black Sea grain deal and agreed on a transit plan for Monday for 16 vessels to move forward, despite Russia's withdrawal from the pact that has allowed the export of Ukrainian agricultural products. More than 200 cargo ships have been blocked because of Russia's withdrawal from the grain deal, the Ukrainian authorities say. COVID-19 121 is the number of new COVID-19 infections out of 1,201 tests on Sunday, 59 down from the previous day. 67% of the new infections are among the non-vaccinated citizens. The positivity rate stands at 10% versus 14% on the previous day, single coronavirus information portal data show. The number of active cases has gone up by 98 to 10,155. The number of new hospital admissions over the past 24 hours is 9. 734 patients are being treated in hospital as 59 of them are in intensive care. No COVID-related deaths were registered in the past day. The number of recoveries reported was 23. On Tuesday morning, visibility will be diminished in parts of eastern Bulgaria and along the Danube. The lowest temperatures will be 8 to 13 degrees Celsius, for Sofia about 8 degrees. 
During the day, it will be sunny with the highest temperatures, reaching up to 22-27 degrees Celsius, for Sofia about 24. At the Black Sea coast, the weather will be sunny. Temperatures will be between 18 and 21 degrees. Temperature of the seawater is around 17 degrees. In the mountains, the weather will be also sunny. The highest temperature at an altitude of 1,200 meters will be around 17 degrees Celsius, at 2,000 meters about 11 degrees. Bulgaria today. Once again, the major headlines of today. We continue the change party will not support a Gerpesdias government. And the caretaker cabinet proposes extension of the implementation of the old state budget. About 60% of companies in Bulgaria do not test their systems for cybersecurity. You're listening to Radio Bulgaria in English. A phone call to Bulgaria's National Human Trafficking Hotline costs nothing, but it can save the life and health of a person unwittingly caught up in the networks of criminal groups. This is the main message of the campaign Do You See Me? A joint initiative of the National Commission for Combating Trafficking in Human Beings and the campaign A21 Foundation. Its purpose is to provoke vigilance and activism in Bulgarian society, as the statistics on human trafficking worldwide are extremely startling. There are currently close to 50 million modern slaves who are involved in some form of exploitation. In Bulgaria, this problem has existed for years, and despite the available information in the electronic media, Bulgaria retains one of the leading places in the negative ranking of countries from which people are trafficked to be used and exploited. Most often this happens when people are trying to find a better job and a better life in the country or abroad. According to the data of the Bulgarian Prosecutor's Office for 2021, there were 468 Bulgarian victims of trafficking, as the National Commission for Combating Human Trafficking has identified 132 victims. In order to raise the awareness about the potential risk of human trafficking and to help this message reach as many Bulgarians as possible, the authors of the campaign have made two short films that vividly describe the story of two young people who fell into the criminal schemes of traffickers. The goal of both films is for every viewer to understand how easily they can end up in some form of human trafficking, leading to sexual or labor exploitation, says Monica Nikova, director of the A21 Campaign Foundation. Да, Bulgaria все още е в водещата класация. There is also a national telephone line which can be used both to report and to check a job offer that has triggered some suspicion. For 2021, there were nearly 800 calls to the hotline, Monika Nikova says in an interview with BNR's Horizon Channel. 
according to her, victims of sexual and labor exploitation are mainly people from economically poorer regions of Bulgaria, most often from Vidin, Montana, Vratsa or Pleven. In addition to the important messages to the audience, the two short films, City of Ghosts and On the Seashore, are also characterized by the acting of Martin Christov and Angela Nedialkova, who masterfully recreate part of the lives of the two characters who fell into the trap of human trafficking. On October the 26th, the young actors had the opportunity for the first time to present the film and discuss with the audience the issues related to the slavery in the 21st century. When you try to place yourself in the image of a woman who has become a victim of human trafficking and sexual exploitation, you cannot help but approach with great sympathy her sadness, pain and anger at all the injustices that have happened, says the young actress Angela Nedialkova about her role in the short film On the Seashore. It's like imagining that your whole life suddenly collapses and the viewer has a desire to change something. And in practice, there is a way. We need to stay awake, be observant and pay more attention to each other in society, she says. The reason the national hotline doesn't get as many calls is because of internal trafficking, says Christian Elliott, screenwriter and director of the films about Bulgaria and more than 20 productions dedicated to human rights and the freedom of the individual. Let's hear more from him. It's actually the second time. So the first time we were here, we did a film called Coercion with um, Evelyn Kostova. And uh, that was about uh, a young lady that was trafficked in a shipping container uh, across the Black Sea. And um, I mean, it was trafficked into Europe. And so that was the first film we did here. And uh, I enjoyed the process so much working with the, in particular, the Bulgarian crews are very good. Um, I think the Bulgarian crews actually underestimate how good they are. I've worked all over the world and they were some of the best people. Like, I'm just so, was so pleased with it. And also, the kind of aesthetic and style within Bulgaria is very unusual. And uh, it was just such a joy to be able to shoot here because you have such a good feeling. Everybody works hard. The actors are absolutely brilliant. I mean, the, the actors that we get to work with are just, um, just incredible. So it's a, it's a really, really amazing pleasure. Honestly, I, I've, I've always liked Bulgarian red wine. <laughs> And uh, I was telling a story earlier about Tiana, the little girl that sang the song we just heard. Well, her mother, um, Antonia, is Bulgarian. So she was the first person, maybe 20, 22 years ago, She gave me some red wine <laughs> and I've been to their house many times. You know, they cook Bulgarian food. And, and so I learned a little bit about the culture. So um, coming here was great because I found some amazing red wine. So I'm very happy about that. This was Christian Elliott, screenwriter and movie director. Song of the day. Rock and roll star is one of the latest songs by the band Fandango. It has this pronounced summer sound according to Christo Stefanov, author of the music and lyrics. The performers presented this song for the first time at the contest Burgas and the Sea 2022. And now the song is part of the pop and rock music chart top 20 of the Bulgarian National Radio. Now let's listen 
to Rock and Roll Star. This has been all in Radio Bulgaria's podcast today. My name is Alexander Markov. Don't forget you can find us in Twitter and Facebook. Our email address is english at bnr.bg. National Radio.